Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh 
up y'all Carla B is here and you are tuned in to correcting the system of unequal justice right here on EOTMRadio.com. We are here every other Tuesday night from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I have my host here um, with the founder of New Order Human Rights Organization out of Atlanta, Gerald E. Rose. What's good with it, sir? No more lies. No more lies. No more lies. Carla B is here, and you are tuned in to Correcting the System of Unequal Justice. I love that song, but it's so long. 
and I don't know when it actually stops. It's so long. It just goes on and on and on. But we love Rage Against the Machine, and you are tuned in again to Correcting the System of Unequal Justice right here on EOTMRadio.com. The show airs every other Tuesday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 10 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm here today, tonight, with my host, Gerald E. Rose, who is the founder of New Order Human Rights Organization out of Atlanta. What's up? What's good with you, Gerald? It's been a minute. What's going on? What's going on, Carla B? I thought I was at a rock concert. I know, right? You uh, you know, I, I just had to play that Rage Against the yeah, Machine, sound, considering. Actually, it sounds like yeah. the old Beastie Boys. You remember the Beastie Boys? Yes, I do remember them. Yeah, I, I, I remind me of the Beastie Boys. Back in Toledo, I used to go to the sports arena and go to their concerts and things like that. But, Carla, I know it's been a minute, but you know what? Um, the work must continue. You know, um, this is a very important year. It's election year. You know, we're going to have our, our national um Political advisor is going to come on, um, but the Kwame uh, Hudson, who's our new national little, uh, national political advisor, will give us the importance of, of people voting. And of course, my brother Chris out of Toledo, Ohio, our men's advocate director, will give us a, a report about the youth because the youth is still our future. So uh, I'm glad that we're we're on again. If anyone wants to join us, please call in at seven one eight six six four six five four three. Uh, so, Carla, uh, did you see the latest news about the Ebola, about the young lady that was transferred here in Atlanta, and I guess she was cured, she was released. I guess it was the nurse out of, I think, was she out of Texas? I'm right on that? Yeah, I believe, um, yeah, I believe she was. I did see that report okay. today. Well, that's good news. I- I'm glad because the other young man that, that, that got the disease did not survive, the man that died in Texas, so... There's some good news, but you know there's another scare that happened, I think, up in Virginia now. So this is getting very serious. And we talked it briefly last a couple of weeks ago, and you gave out some very interesting points about the about the Ebola. So we're going to kind of touch on that and things like that. So uh, what we can do, I would like to maybe we could go ahead and uh, have Chris and maybe Kwanzi go ahead and, and, and call in. Are they there right now? Yeah, they are. They are unmuted. They're on the line. Okay. Brother Chris, how you doing? I'm doing great, brother. How you feel? I'm doing good. I'm blessed, man. We 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 woke up today. Um, brother Quasi, political advisor, are you there? Yes, sir. I am. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Um, we're gonna have a great show tonight. Of course, we are gonna just kind of tie in on on what's going on uh, facing issues across America. So I'm just gonna kind of talk to both of you all, or give me your advice on what you think was going on in the latest news. First of all, I like to go to Ferguson, Missouri, right quick. As you all know, the the Michael Brown Saga would not continue. Did, did you, matter of fact, um, Chris, did you hear the latest issue about there might be some evidence that um, there was a scuffle and Mr. Michael Brown was shot in the hand at first? They said his hands was up. Uh, and, and Quaz, if you want to tie in on this, um, did you hear the latest development on that? And again, give me your, your perspective on that, Brother Chris. Did you hear that? Well, I didn't exactly hear the whole story, so, you know, I can't really elaborate on it, but wow, man, I, I tell you, boy, <laughs> I guess the snake in the grass, boy, just just going to keep just trying to bite us in the you-know-what. That, that's that's right, absurd, right. man. I'm speechless right now. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not surprised, man. You know, I, I, I'm not surprised. I was very shocked that we did get justice for Jordan Davis, um, the young man, um, that went to jail because he killed someone because he was playing his music too loud. 
uh, we did get justice on that. So I was very shocked, you know. But you know, I I I just feel that if this if this officer walk in Ferguson, Missouri, you already see what they're doing. It's going to be it's, it's going to be a war, you know. So we got to continue to pray um, for the situation on. Before I go to uh, to, to the political advisor, Chris, um, we did set up agenda. And what is your opinion on the latest about the Ebola scare that's going on across America? Well, you know, uh, it's great that they are positioning themselves for this situation, but I'm going to be very honest. You know, people listen when when certain people talk or just when people talk, and when they're talking and they know what they're talking about, then things uh tends to move in, in a smoother direction if you are obedient to what was said. Uh, and that term, I'm going to say, ever since Carla B's uh, synopsis on, on the Ebola situation about the light, you know, and then just right. keep taking the vitamin C's, well, guess what, brother? This house got got picked up on vitamin C's, boy. I got enough C's in this house, and it ain't standing for Chris, I can tell you that. <laughs> I understand. Um, Brother Quasi, again, welcome to New Order, man, as our political advisor. And, you know, you've been following the organization. Thank you for inviting me out to the anti-bullying rally in um, Villarica, Georgia, this past Sunday. I had a wonderful job. And, you know, the young lady that uh, did the master's ceremony was the guest speaker at our ombudsman program, and she did a wonderful job. So if I didn't come out there, I wouldn't have met her. And she did a wonderful job. So I know that you kind of update organization on, on the political side of the arena nationally. Give me your opinion on the importance of voting. You know, this is election year. Um, what is the importance of voting? Uh, again, we have a lot of listeners on the call, so kind of um, explain the importance of, of voting. Then, of course, we will go back to the uh, uh, Ebola uh, situation. All right, definitely, definitely, Gerald. The, the importance of voting in, in this election is 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 that it's a lot of local elections, uh, governor, uh, state senator, things of that nature, national races such as senators and uh, House representatives. We we usually come up for big elections such as presidential elections, as in 2008 when Obama was elected his first time. But we, we fail to realize that a whole lot of the uh, things that are handled locally, like property taxes, our state educational system, uh, what laws are enforced or enlawed and enacted, on the state level, are made by our governor and our state houses and, uh, and uh, assembly. So we really need to get out to the midterm elections. Uh, if we give Obama the keys to the car, we got to put the gas in it, and the gas is getting those Democrats into the House and into the into the Senate to allow him to do the things that he do to take his country to a better spot. So that's why it's very important to get out and vote in this election. And, and that's and that's good. Uh, let's go back. I want to go back to my co-host, Miss Carla B. I think she have a opinion on the situation with Ebola. Carla B., you want to go ahead and give your side on on the what you feel about yeah. what's going on with the Ebola crisis? Yeah, I'm not going to take up too much time. I um, want to say first off, hello to um, Chris and Quasi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, so yeah, in regards to Ebola, only thing I, I want to really say is. Um, the mainstream media is definitely holding vital, some vital information um, from the people and about Ebola. And governments of the world, they continue to remain in a state of dangerous denial, if you will. Um, so I am just urging everybody to 
research for yourselves and, and research, go a little bit deeper than the average Google search and um, to learn, you know, what's going on with Ebola. And, um, and I'll reiterate what I said um, a couple of weeks ago in regards to it was um, definitely stocking up on vitamin C because that's one of, that's one form that will definitely protect your family. Um, I don't know what it will do if you have Ebola and then you take it. I'm not really 100% sure on, you know, how that will do, but I think any, Anytime you're, you're stocking up on vitamin C and putting it in place, that's definitely a good thing. And then also be wary of um, something that the government is, is trickling into every major city um, sometime really soon, and that is going to be the Ebola vaccines. Um, so I am urging you to, to not take that vaccine and just research on what is actually in that vaccine. So um, I'm just urging everybody to do your research um, and there is a lot of fear-mongering and, you know, a lot of things going on when it comes to Ebola. But the bottom line is you just have to be aware. And we know that we can't necessarily trust our politicians, so we have to protect ourselves and our families. So do your due diligence on that. That's some good facts, Carla. Every time you come on, you bring some, some information because you write research is very important. So to our listeners, before you start panicking and things like that, you know, when, when you listen to the show, Go and do your research, and the facts that we're given is, is really, really up to standard the information we're given. Uh, let's go, go back to Chris, the Men's Advocate Director for New Order. Chris, I know you wanted to talk about the first quarter grades and the suspension numbers involving the youth. You want to go ahead and kind of give a quick report on that? Well, uh, first of all, uh, welcome to the uh, to New Order Quasi Uh it's great just continuing to to get great people uh to be part of this this, this great movement that uh Mr. Rose is so happy to to oversee and That's hello great. to Miss Carla B also and you brother <laughs> Gerald no problem please. um i've just been doing some research here in the, the ohio area just toledo alone uh and i i called a couple people that i know in columbus uh, and it's just been heavy on my mind. We we get ready to go into these first quarter grades, and the numbers are just outstanding. And when I say that, uh, you know, I, I don't know how to try to reach out to anyone again, but we need some some serious uh, people, attorneys, you know, people that can do a little bit of investigating on the state level. Uh, rules and guidelines. What what are really the suspension areas? Uh, you know, because all these schools have their own rules. But right here in Toledo alone, I give you a, I give you two schools. One of them, uh, you take they it's two of the what they consider the worst, which is Robinson and Scott. Robinson is uh, K through eight, and Scott is high school fully. The suspension rate at Scott right now, as of present day, is about forty-eight percent. Wow! So if you if you take the the amount of students, which I believe uh, I have to get the number again, but I believe it's only about four hundred students in Scott. Scott can hold about two thousand students. It's one of the lowest uh, schools uh, with enrollment. Woodward is number one. Scott is number two. But when you take that number, you take 400, and you got a 43% suspension rate. You 43 going to to 400. 
Man, I mean, that that's basically, you know, 10 suspensions a freaking week, man. You know, uh, <clears throat> if you put it into today's, you're looking at, you know, 20 suspensions a day times, I mean, it's absurd. It's crazy. So, you know, I I always go in, you know, representing, you know, this is how we can help. You know, we can put, present the classroom, the STARS classroom, into the building with standing together and reaching success. That's what STARS mean. And, and let, let us help you uh, work with the youth, and then this way the teachers can teach. But the way it goes, it's like they look forward to suspending our children, man, and, and we keep talking about from the schoolyard to the prison yard. There's a physical uh, thing that the city of Toledo, as well as some other company, is having a from the schoolyard to the prison yard, some sort of seminar coming up in another two weeks uh, from like 11 in the morning to 1 in the afternoon during school. It's during the school period, but my thing is, how can the city of Toledo and all of these people want to talk about the schoolyard to the prison yard when no one's really in the schools making a difference? So when I when I did the numbers, man, it, it's just absurd. Our babies are not learning. They're getting suspended, man, left and right, and it's unacceptable. Right, right. It's, it's, it's bad, Chris. And uh, even though I live in Atlanta now, I do keep up with my hometown, and there was a couple shootings, I think, within the last, what, 48 hours, Chris? Man, Infinity oh, Lounge had one right? on Sunday. Sunday, dude. Sunday. Right, 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 right. It's, it's yeah, one was downtown. Two of them. Right. I, I follow that. When I go into these schools on Tuesdays to talk about, it, I say this is serious. This stuff is serious, you know. And um, that's why we, there's some things we have to come up with some agendas, you know, and, and some programs and stuff. Because I know when I was in school, we had things to do, and parents could come up to school unexpectedly sit in the classroom with me, you know, and, 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 and things like that. So things have changed. Um, Quasi, um, going back to the political side of the arena, uh, I know here in Georgia, I think more African Americans voted early this year than ever. Did I, did I read that right? Did you did you see that statistic? Yes, you read, you read that right, yes. Okay, so what you think about that? Um, about, is that going to set an example on – Maybe, like I said, as a 501c3 order, we can't publicly endorse someone, but do you see change coming with maybe the governor and the, and the, um, yes, I definitely do. I definitely do. We, we have been, Georgia has been a, a red state significantly for now for many years. That's a Republican state. And there's been reports I've been reading here lately and that it's turning purple, which means it's going, it's going Democrat. And I believe we we out here actually motivating people to go vote, and with the okay. with the with the early voting going on, people actually have time to go vote to make time right. in their day to actually have a chance to go vote, especially on this past Sunday after church. Right. So, yes, sir, that, that's that's a great thing there. Very very good. Right, I've seen some. Um, I think it was the um, I don't know was it the SCLC couple of of human and civil rights organizations was out there, I think, and taking people to the polls and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, so that's, that's, that's good. That, that's what we, we need to show unity because if you can kind of explain that people die for just a vote, you know, and a lot of people feel that it's a waste of time. I do it because of what our, our former, you know, our leaders and people went through, 
You know, mm-hmm. some people just don't care. So kind of give the importance on how far we have came where we can just go in there and vote and, and, and make a change in, in, in our country, but some people just don't care. Yeah, my, my, my thing on that is I, I, I want to – I'm, I'm a very big advocate for voting. Like this last night, I was calling people to have them go vote. And most people was, was very respected to early voting. But my question for those who don't vote is why you don't vote? Are you not educated on who to vote for? I was at a kind of like visual maybe uh, this spring, and the guy was uh, talking about politics. And a young man asked, well, I don't know who to vote for. If somebody would tell me who actually to vote for, then I'll vote. So it's about educating voters why to vote win the vote because you get people get tired it's, a, it's an election just about every year you vote in every year and it's hard to keep up with politics it's very hard for a working man who works 12 hours a day come home does home with his son eat with his wife go to bed go next day it's hard it's hard to keep up with it but it's for those who are out in the streets who understand politics it's on us to go out there and educate the voters and that's that's on it's on us we have to educate them but and then if we educate them and educate them why it's important to vote for people march with uh Hong, Lynch, Jim Crow era, things of that nature, they will understand it. But it's just to come to educate them why why it's important. Again, you are listening to Correcting the System on Equal Justice. My name is Gerald Rose, um, president of New Order Human Rights Organization. I have my co host on the line, Ms. Carla B. Also, Mr. Christopher Adams Sr. from Toledo, Ohio, who's the National Men's Advocate Director. I also have Mr. Quasi Hudson, the new National Political Advisor. If you want to be a part of this very important discussion, please call in at 718-664-6543. We're talking about the voter crisis. We're talking about the importance of voting. And also, we're talking about the youth. So, Chris, I want to go back to you, Chris. When I went up to the school today, a lot of these students um, are eligible uh, to vote. And when I ask them uh, who's registered to vote, you know none of them raised their hand. Now, do you blame them or do you blame the parents? Because me and you both know there was a young man that we tried to help out a year ago. We had him, but the parent didn't want to work with us. So, and there was a young lady that wanted to go with us to the anti-bullying program this past Sunday, and we had a good conversation, you know, and things, and then I didn't hear nothing from her. But then when I come to to the to the school today, she looked at me like I was lying to her, but I found out the parent never told the, to, um, told the student. So why do we still have this division between the parents and the children today? Can you give me some advice on that? Well, Brother Joe, basically it's the psychological aspect of the situation based on the equation due to the qualification of parenting. Parents are today trying to be friends or trying to be something that they, you know, wanted to to live as their youth, but they're trying to live it through their children, and they don't hold the children accountable, and then they don't look into the mirror and hold themselves accountable. And 90% of the time, it's the parents that fails our youth. I mean, the the young man you were just talking about, if you remember, girl, I told the lady, ma'am, I'll catch the next plane to Atlanta, Georgia, no matter how much the ticket costs, and I'll get a plane for, for, for your son. 
And I just signed him over to me, signed all parental rights over to me. And she told me, no, she was going to tell the judge that he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. He wasn't going to school. He was hanging out. And we know that was a lie. I said, well, why won't you sign him to me? She said, well, you sound stupid. Why would I sign him over to you? I said, well, you're going to sign him over to the system, which is which is absurd to me. Why would you do that? And she just said she didn't have time. And next thing you know, she cut her cell phone off. And she did everything in her power to, to you know, she, she couldn't even believe how, how the young man changed, to, turned his life around and wanted to do better. And, and, and right. Crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, and, and, and we and Chris, even over the phone, you had this young man attention. I mean, you can't, where's Mr. Adams? Where's Mr. Adams? So I applaud you, man, for, for doing counseling over the phone. you many, many miles away. And like me and the youth director, youth VP said, you coming to the A. <laughs> if, God be, if God be willing. But, you know, before I go forward, I must give a shout-out to our New Order family from Mississippi to Columbus, Ohio, of course, Toledo, Ohio, and here in Atlanta. It ain't I, it's we. We are a very, very close family, and I just love all of you all. And if you're listening again, I just want to say thank you for all of the hard work that you're doing. You know, we're a family away from home. Now, um, Quaz, I want to go back to you. Uh, of course, um, you kind of new to the organization. Give me your opinion. Why did you join um, join New Order, and why you think it was very important that you want to take the role as the national political advisor for the organization? And what experience can you give to the EOTM listeners tonight, and also the Metro Atlanta, even across America? You know, we, we travel and stuff, so. Give your opinion why you say, you know what, I need to do this. What made you want to come on and, 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 and use that voice and, and, and to reach out as far as the importance of, of politics? Well, uh, like, like I said, well, I, I watched you on Facebook. We, we, we watched each other on Facebook for, for a minute, and I saw what all the new, new order was doing in the country uh, for, for, for everyone, for us, for, for human rights, for civil rights, things of that nature. And that's where the movement that I decided – I already knew I wanted to be a part of the movement such that, and this is just the movement I wanted to be in. And I am a political major at uh, the University of West Georgia here in Carrollton, Georgia. And uh, and po- uh, politics is, I love it. I, I enjoy it. I read about it every day. I post on Facebook all the time. I, I talk I talk it all the time. And, and when you present the, 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 the job to me, I, I was, yes, yes, I can do this. I can do this. Um, the reason why, because it's, it's most people, we, we, if you go into a typical barber shop in there, we talk about football, basketball, local sports, things of that nature, but we really don't talk about politics that much, you know. And we, we, we really need to move where we have talks about politics because politics trickle into our lives every day. The people who make decisions for us, make the laws for us, as far as law, courtroom, being registered to vote. Because you're registered to vote, you can be on the jury. You should go be on the jury because that may be a kid who who's being tried for something he should be innocent for, things of that nature. We don't we don't think that that long. We just think politicians are all crooked. Well, politicians, are, they're going to tell you what they want to hear, but you need to vote and also hold your politicians accountable because if you don't vote, if you don't vote, they really don't care about you because they already know you're not going to vote. Because if you're not going to vote, they don't got to worry about you because you, you're going to make sure 
you you're not you're not holding them accountable by getting them out that job. Does that make sense to you? If, right. If you're not, and, and, if you, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, not on. Go ahead. Cause I'm going to cut you off. Go ahead. Okay. If you, if you if you're not voting, you're not a threat to the politician. You know, you're not holding him accountable to do his job. If if he receives a letter from you or email from you or call from you, he can pull your voting record up and see did such and such vote. And no, they're not voting at all. Just throw it in the trash. I'm not worried about that person. They didn't vote in the last three elections. So it's very important for you to vote, to be able to hold accountable. And not just you, but you, your family, your uncle, your sister, your brother. One fist, you know, one fist makes up a large sound, you know. So that, that's why it's very powerful to vote. That's why it's the reason you should vote. Right. And you know what, me and Chris talk about this all the time because, you know, we have all these rallies, and because rallies ain't going to change things. It's just kind of a symbol show unity. So, Chris, I know you want to kind of tie in on that because when we talk about <laughs> our hometown where people want to just stop the violence, rally and all this, but then again, I mean, that's not going to change. So I know you want to kind of shy in on that, Chris. Then I'm going to go to our co-host, Carl. I know she wants to kind of tie in on the policy issue as well. But, Chris, kind of get your opinion on why. It's kind of important because I, I know you get frustrated and, and things like that, but, you know, we kind of keep you going. So you want to kind of tie in on, on, on what Brother uh, Quaz was saying, the importance of, of voting, because I know you have some opinion on that. Well, um, he, he's absolutely correct. Uh, I, I'm just as, as in politics as heavy as, as what he says. I just, uh, I'm not a politician. Anyone know me if you don't but if you don't, you can look up my name, Christopher F. Adams, uh, eight years ago when Mike Bell and all them was running for office. I had my name in the hat. I was the third name downtown to uh, run for mayor. And I'm going to tell you, uh, we are definitely uneducated because all of the signatures that I had, I had over 1,500 signatures, 93% of them was from Caucasian, uh, another 3% was other ethnicities, and then the remainder were African-American. And when I went to talk, you know, the, the people that was out representing me, and when I was talking to people, they said, man, I don't know nothing about you, man, as far as you don't know nothing about politics, man. Why would I vote for you? I said, are you going to vote at all? I'm not asking you to vote for me. I'm just asking for a signature just so I can get my name on the ballot. I'm not asking for anything, you know. But we, we need something to happen here. So as I talk to most people, man, they have no clue. They vote here in Toledo for name recognition only. That's why we have the same old people locally that's either at a state level now that started out as a city council person or something, and, and, and it's ridiculous. So we definitely have to get educated. And what I mean by educated, all you have to do is look at the TV. If we can ever have an election without the one party going against another party and always talking about, oh, so-and-so robbed your, took your, one million of your money and did this. Why don't we reverse that and say, hey, I know you heard this about so-and-so and that about so-and-so. Well, guess what? That's one under the bridge. But let me tell you about myself. I'm, I'm very transparent. I'm not part of the good old boy network. Here's why I'm asking for your vote. If we could just clean up voting as far as the media then maybe people can get education, but they're trying so much trickery out here. I mean, I heard today that, you know, I want to say it was in Tennessee they got early voting, but somebody went to the voting polls and they had a Barack Obama shirt on 
And they told them they couldn't vote because they had a Barack Obama shirt on. Wow. What type of fragonacle bull is that? So, you know, my thing is, number one, you're not going to take away from my rights. Last last time there was a big voting for the the president, the, this last voting, they told me, they sent me to three different areas. Some of my name is not on the list. So I ended up back at the original place that I've been voting ever since I moved back from Atlanta eight years ago. And I was at that place. I said, well, why y'all couldn't find my name the first time? They said, oh, I don't, I, 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 I'm just giving my card. Let me go over to the machine. So we have to stay persistent also. We can't just say, oh, well, you can't use your driver's license. You've got to have this. or you got to have a voter's registration card. You have to use common knowledge. And 1-800-MY-VOTE-1 is the number to call if you have any issues with voting, period. They're going to look into it and, and, and help you out. Right. Yeah, and, and uh, that's very important. Let's go to um, let's go to Carla B. I think she wants to kind of tie in on this subject about politics. Carla B., you want to uh, make a comment on this? Yeah, great, great stuff, Gerald, Chris, and Quasi on this. I definitely agree with you guys. Um, there is a major importance when it comes to politics. Um, there should be a, um, a course in college called um, political literacy, the importance of political literacy, if you ask me. Um, I believe um, politics is how people make, preserve, and amend the general rules under which they live. So I don't know why um, I think everybody, if they understood it, they would definitely want to take part in it and be a part of the decision, you know, Um I think the people we elect to our local councils, our state, our and local government, um, all of these people make decisions that affect almost every aspect of our daily lives. These include decisions from what happens in our schools and workplaces and what recreational facilities we have to national issues like health and education and global issues like defense and the environment, you know, things that are, you know, necessities for us to thrive. I mean, it matters to each and every one of us who represents us um, at a local, a national, and um, um, and a national level, period. You know, these, um, this is very important. I think people really need to step up to the plate and stop blaming somebody for not knowing or understanding something and just take any responsibility and go ahead, you know, take initiative, um, study, learn, understand, and go out to freaking vote. And, you know, because if you want to be, what what is the saying you always say, Gerald? I mean, if you're not yeah, if part you're, if of you're, If you're not voting, you're part of the problem. You've got to be a part of the solution. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So right. get up and get out and vote, and, and then you can talk. Right. <laughs> that is true. Again, if you want to be a part of this discussion, uh, we're talking about the Ebola scare. We're talking about the grades and suspension numbers. And we're talking about the voting, uh, importance of voting. Again, you listen to... Uh, EOT on radio. I have my co-host Miss Carla B. We also have Miss Christopher Adams, National Men's Director out of Toledo, Ohio, and also he's the founder and CEO of Building Generation Tomorrow. And Chris, I want you to kind of explain that as well. And I also have Brother Quasi Hudson, who is our National Political Advisor. Uh, Chris, um, like I can say there's people in the organization that have, they have their own organization. I know Quasi have your own thing, but I'm glad that we came under one umbrella. To work together. So, kind of explain on briefly on the lives you have changed uh, with your own program to, um, to the listeners um, tonight. Just briefly, kind of explain what you're doing and 
and things like that. And, and because there are some resources out there, and this is for the city of Toledo. I don't know why uh, when I talk to you, you know, you should be getting more support, but you know how that is. You know you know what that is. So kind of really explain on the other side of the field of, of what you're doing involving with the youth in your own program. Well, building tomorrow's generation is a life skill, social skill, uh, behavior modification program. What what do we do? We take those youth and parents. We have a parenting component as well as a youth component, uh, and we work one on one with teachers and administrators in schools when they'll have us. When they call us, they always call us when they're at their wit's end, but they always call us and never have any funding to to supplement. The, the solution, and we went into to schools like, you know, one of the worst schools. We didn't do it last year because the board members said, hey, we're not going to keep going in there doing things for free when they got other groups in there getting paid. So what we do is basically take those youth that are being thrown out of school. Or there's nobody they, they write them off. Every student that went through the program has had all Fs. Maybe a D or two, but all Fs. Parents can't communicate with them, and, and schools just just want to dump them out. They they go from public schools to to charter schools and get kicked out of everything. We go in and work with them. We 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 show them how to become part of uh, the the system to become productive leaders. That's what we do, and we're effective. Uh, and we work with people all over the country. We work with them over the phone. I'm telling you, the the way that, that it's designed is designed for success. Unfortunately, they want our children to be locked up and all of that. So that's why, you know, the funding is there. But I'm a true believer that there's going to be just the same way as grassroots raised money to elect Barack Obama. It's going to be a grassroots effort where people are going to seriously say, man, I need to send that brother a penny. Because guess what? If I got a million people to send me a penny to help our youth and families out here, because we we create economic development also. We we show them show the parents how to you know groom themselves, how to you know write resumes. We do all that, and guess what? It's only a handful of volunteers that helps with this program. So. I just believe that it's coming, girl, even now with New Order. I believe all this is coming together because at the end of this whole wrath, when the storm is finally bottled up and, and ready to explode, we're going to be the ones still standing because we're staying obedient. Right, right. Yeah, Chris, you keep what you're doing, man. You know, we talk and things. And as a matter of fact, I talked to my dad today. You know what? I told him what you're doing. He said, has Chris got it? Has Chris opted? You know how he teased you last time? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, my dad's birthday is coming up this Saturday, man, and um, we're going to have something for him. You know, even though my dad is, is in his late 70s, man, but he is just as strong and, you know, getting older, but I'll check on him, man, and um, I think we're going to have something for his birthday this Saturday down in Valdosta, Georgia, so... And what's funny, Quaz, I'm going to go back to you. You know the youth pastor, um, Thor? Um, I think you know Thor, right, um, Quasi? No, where, where is he pastor at? He's a youth pastor that um, Devon knows. She said that's his mentor. But anyway, make a long story short, this is how this world is real small. When I was speaking, this guy didn't know me from Jump Street. 
All right, but he asked me where I was from. Okay, I said the state of Ohio. The first thing came, now we're talking about big cities in Ohio. The first thing came out of his mouth, um, do you know Reverend Rose? I said, yeah, that's my dad. He just went ballistic because <laughs> my dad helped him get a church down in Valdosta. And he didn't know me from jump. I guess he's seen how I looked, the way I was kind of interacting with the kids and stuff like that. It was it was just amazing. So, like I said, Quasi, you really, when, when, when I came to the rally, you introduced me to some other strong spiritual people. So I must say thank you again, you no, know, and you things like that. So kind of explain, because I know you have your founder seal of your organization as well. Kind of explain to the listeners the great work that you're doing besides um, in New Orleans. Well, my, my organization is sort of like a Christmas. It's called Young Men Education. And I was in Naples, Naples for 13 years, and I came back home to Louisville, Georgia. And I just noticed that uh, the kids was, was not the same as when I left. You know, we all think that, but they're not. It's just very, I'm just going to say they're not the same. And these kids lack, lack a whole lot of guidance. They don't know how to, don't know how to hold themselves accountable, just like uh, Chris said earlier, because parents don't know how to hold themselves accountable. So, uh, myself and a couple of uh, some friends of mine who I grew up with started Young Men Education. What we do is we we try we give young men six, six through twelfth grade the skills to be successful. Now, wherever they want to be successful, in, we're gonna get them there. If that's graduating from college, not 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 getting into college, but graduating from college, we're gonna teach them where GPA is, how to go for scholarships, why ninth grade is beginning your your, your beginning of your life. Uh, if they want to go into the military, we want to teach them those things. If they just want to go out, go to a tech school, or just get a nine-to-five job, we teach them how to resumes, how to dress for interviews, how to dress for success every day, uh, why your pants being slack is not a good look. Uh, the, the most amazing thing I learned was when I first started this organization, I would say about 80% of the kids, what they want to be when they grow up, they all say either NFL player, rapper, or NBA player. You know, and now we're talking about electrical engineering, lawyer, uh, computer technician, things that they. So we're not not saying that those things are bad. We're just saying that's a long shot. You know, that's that's a long shot. And most of these kids now are looking to going to college, graduate from high school, and going to college. Because one one thing I've learned that is that high school diploma, it, it's good to have, but that that's, that shouldn't be the ultimate destination. You know. You 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 looking to have to have a four year bachelor degree or uh, masters, you know, to to make some good money nowadays in this in the United States of America, you know. So you you have to start your kids young, saying that hey, put into them young, not just get into college, but actually teach them how to graduate from college. And so that's what we're doing in young education. I, I just thank thank God that you and, and 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 Chris came into my life, you know, because you know I had some ups and downs when I first started this organization, but now. The people that we have, you know, of course we put God first. Is just, we just do amazing work throughout the country. But you know what? There's a young lady in Macon, Georgia. I must give a shout-out. She don't want to say nothing. I don't even know this young lady. But Gayla out of Macon, Georgia, thank you for listening, and and I thank you for giving us a shout-out again. I, I wish you could call in. I'd like to talk to you, but thank you for, for, for recognizing the great show that we're going out, that we're doing tonight. So thank you again, Gayla out of Macon, Georgia. So Again, um, you know, even though we might not have people calling, but we have listeners. We do have listeners, you know. So we will be giving out uh, contact phone information uh, once we uh, once the show ends tonight. So I just want to say thank you for Gayla for giving New Order a shout out. 
Okay, um, what I'd like to do now is kind of open up on a, a discussion on uh, of, of issues that's really affecting uh, the community. I want to talk about unity, and I'm going to ask each one of you all to give you a perspective, or Carla B, like you can kind of tie in, because me personally, I don't think there's enough unity going on in our community, you know, and, and, and it's sad on how we showed unity back then, but now we're at a crisis. The black-on-black crime, of course, the racist issues is not going to stop. You know, we talk about it, what's going on, people are not voting, you know. And, and you know, and then what's funny, I've got to go back to this. When I post up on my page, if I go throw back Thursday, 105 likes this. But if I talk about a serious issue or whatever, you get two or three likes. But you know what? When someone gets in trouble, guess who they call? The organization. So, Chris. Why we don't why we don't have to me and give you a perspective on the unity, the love that we used to do in the African American community? Well, it's basically the media, Gerald. Everything used to be put on vinyl and if you put the needle on it, you spin it backwards, you can hear the, the demonic messages that usually is put out. So now everything is put on iPods and everything else. So it's basically this, this music we listen to and, and the media. They keep us at each other. I mean, for for you to, if you were to go on social media, Facebook, we got World Star and all these these media outlets. Everything that's on there is about ignorance. Black on black fighting. Black on black is ignorant. So uh, as long as we find that cute, we got everything we watch on TV. Love and hip hop, Atlanta. Basketball wise, everything that's out is is, is polluting our intelligence, and, and I say our, you know, because I, I'm part of the, the, this whole world, <laughs> this system. The only difference is I know how to segregate my mentality from the reality that, that that's going on out here. So I mean, we 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 just that's what we thrive off of, man. Uh, we thrive off of uh, of all kind of stuff that that's going on. In our world, you know, like the Ebola, it, it, you know, the flu shot. Did you get your flu shot, man? Well, how, why would you let them inject you with a flu that, that's supposed to prevent the flu? I mean, come on, for real? So we just got, man, we, we are just so tore up in our heads, man, that we can't get it together. And, and what we do as a unit, New Order, we communicate. So it's a lack right. of communication amongst people, period. And that's why, you know, I know you keep telling me, man, Christian, you know, you got to be the voice for Toledo or, man, you're going you gonna to do this and that. All I do know is when I speak, man, people really do listen. And I see people daily that come, man, I see you at that rally, man. You know what, man? You put something on my mind. So I'm glad I did. I'm glad you listened. And, and, and that's what it takes, man. It takes good heart, passion, and, and, and it takes understanding. Everybody is different. Their personalities are different. We just have to unite, and that's one thing we can't do because one person is always either too high or too low. When I say too high, they're off on that, that loud, that that. All the, these new drugs, are they too low, meaning that they're so far uh, gone, you know, they they don't read, they don't do nothing. All they do is lay around and, and just be miserable and try to make others miserable. 
Right, right. Quasi, I know you want to tie in on this. I know at the at the uh, <laughs> at the rally, I think you was a little frustrated. I read your your, your face about where's everybody at, you know, uh, at the at, at anti-bullying. But I'm gonna tell you for the first one that y'all did, I was very impressed. I mean, you had to start somewhere, but. Give me your opinion as far as the unity in the African American community. Did we lose Kwanzaa? Um, he should still be here. Little Kwanzaa, did we lose him? Okay, I hope we well. Um, Carl, you want to tie in on that on the um, what yeah. you see about what, what's your opinion on the as far as unity in um in in the, the African American community where we're the year of two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, just so you know, I am checking to see what's going on with Quasi, and um, if we can okay. get him on, we'll definitely get him on before we um, close out. Okay. But I, I believe, you know what? I'll say this, and, and my thing, I guess my comment might take like two minutes, but I'll try to hurry up. <laughs> you know, whenever it just really like rings something in my head when you start talking about it, because. I'm always talking about this within our different discussion groups and, and think tanks. Um, we're always talking about this, you know, our mastermind for the black community. This question always comes up, what are the challenges holding back the black community? And, that, and answers normally range from lack of um, lack of education. Hold on, Seth, somebody's telling me Quasi's back. Um, and okay, Quasi's back, okay. Um, but, yeah, so normally um, answers range from lack of education to lack of resources. But the one thing that we seem to be united in is our agreement in the lack of unity amongst black people in America. Um, beyond the interesting thoughts of how oxymoronic it is to be in unity over the fact that there isn't any unity, you would think that the acknowledgement of this would begin to create some unity in itself. I know I'm kind of um, rambling because I'm trying to hurry up, but um, just to um, tap it off, unfortunately this doesn't seem to be the case as it is now becoming more and more common to believe that black people will not and cannot be united as a result of 400 years of slavery and another 150 years or so of second-class citizenship. I think it all boils down to psychological conditioning. That's the term I'm, I'm going to use. Um you know, and it's psychological conditioning. And when you discussing like blacks and their ability to work with each other, um, despite differences in, differences and disagreements, and and I guess we can just look back on the Jim Crow thing. Apparently, Jim Crow cast a very long shadow, and we're still living in, in that shadow. But we can get out of it. You know, there were some great events and great movements back in the day in the 1950s and 60s with the civil rights movement. I think we just have to get back to that. If we get back right. to that and try to, um, like, relive that, um, I think we'll be fine. But until then, you know, this new – this the way this um, – the majority of the black community is, or I'm not going to say the majority, but just in, in certain, you know, demographics or whatever um, – it's it's sad. It really is. Hey, Joe, uh, can I tell you real quick? Uh, yeah, let's go to Quanzi right quick. And what we'll do, if you mind, Chris, uh, and, and Carla B., I know we might run over just a couple minutes. I'd like to give okay, that's fine. Um, some final words for Chris, some inspiring words for the for the youth, and also I think you want to comment on that. Uh, but Quanzi, I think you got disconnected. You are back now, correct? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. 
Okay, can you give us a couple minutes, just brief, because I want to go back to y'all to get some kind of final words before we end the show. And um, we want to give you a spirit as far as what you think about the unity among the black community today. Okay, I, I, have, I have two reasons. Uh, one reason I, I agree with, with Chris, it's, it's the clutter. It's the clutter. I call it clutter, the, the hip-hop music, the, the, the TV shows we watch, uh, the books we read, it, the movies we watch, it, it's clutter. So that, so that gets our mind against and saying what's really out there, the forces that are really against us. And number two, we really went back in back in the, the civil rights movement. We actually knew who the enemy was. You know, you can actually visit see them. They would tell you to your face that we hate you. You know, so we can all we can all rally up and we 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 against them. You know, my sec my second uh reason is this right here. During the civil rights movement, we all met at the church. You know. Every every mean spot we had was at the church. Not saying that not, not church not doing their things now, but every great civil rights movement, the meeting always held the church. Now I'm just talking about where I'm from, you know. Right. You know, just specifically, because I don't know what's going on in Toledo. Uh, I haven't really been worried that much. To know what's going on in Atlanta. I'm just talking to where I'm from, and it's really hard to get the churches out here in backwood country, you know, to move. Correctly, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I noticed that they had people voting on Sunday, but here, out here, there's nothing moving like that, and we're trying. We, we're working, you know. We're working. So those, those are my two reasons. And great job. And like I said, we have about two minutes of Carla. We can go just a little bit over. Um, Chris, I know you wanted to make a comment. What I really want you to do, just give your last powerful words to the youth for tomorrow. We can't give up. We want to give this whatever couple minutes. Just give something hard because we might have some young people listen to this show. So, just kind of give our some our young people. Then I'm gonna go back to quality. The last thing why people need to vote and color if you want to type. But Chris, go ahead and give your last statement about that. We we still have to save our youth. Anything you'd like to say? Well, I just like to say what we teach: peace, power, respect. Peace. You want peace around you. You want peace of mind. Power. You got the power to do anything that you put your mind to. You have the power to get out here and vote, make a difference. Respect, respect not only yourself, but respect those around you. Man. Okay, did you want to say something briefly uh, on the last comment? I'm hoping we can squeeze it in right quick. I know you want to, want to say something briefly. Oh, no, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. You okay? Okay, Kwan, yeah. go back to you right quick. Um, give us this last statement the importance of voting. And Carla B., if you want to say something in, that, uh, in our program tonight, you would like to say something? Uh, yes, uh, voting is very important. Uh, early voting is going on in some states. I know it's going on here in Georgia. Please go out there and vote. These midterms are very important. These governors are, these governor elections are very important. These people make decisions for the, in, in your lives on a daily basis, you know, on a daily basis. That's why it's very important you just vote, like like recreation centers, like Ms. Carla B. said earlier, uh, boys and girls clubs in your, in your city, uh, things of that nature. So if you if you don't vote, you really don't have a reason to complain about what's going on around you. That's, that's, that's right. Carla B., you'd like to say something before we end the show tonight? Any final words? Yeah, yeah, I'll say um, definitely great show, guys, um, every last one of you. And then um, thanks for the listeners that are chiming in, everybody that called in tonight that didn't want to speak. I do want to um, I have a um, basically a quote that I want to share with the youth because um, I know that we do get a lot of youth listen to the show and so I hope this inspires you. And it's from um, Earl Nightingale. All you need is the plan, the roadmap, and the courage to press on to your destination. Amen.
Wow, that's strong, Carl. I like every quote for the show. You get them, some strong quotes. But if you don't mind, Carl, I like to just give a, a information now for for New Order. Um, again, we are a national human rights organization. You know, we deal with um, if your rights are being violated. We have a youth and uh, outreach department under the leadership of my vice president, Shauna Swearington. Of course, you hear Christopher Adams, our men's advocate director, and and Kwasi Hudson, national political advisor. Just everybody that I'm not mentioning that we have a wonderful staff. If you want to be a part of a movement, want to be a part of a change, uh, you can contact New Order at 1-800-346-5138. And, again, no one is going to save our children for us but us. And you have been listening to Correcting the System, Unequal Justice, uh, with myself and Carla B. Love you all, and um, we will see you in two weeks.
a flashback. I publish like ASCAP lyrics for hand clap. No pass rapping, use tracking, talent lacking. MCs more worried about their financial backing. Steady packing the gap as if something's gonna happen. But it doesn't. They wind up shooting their cousins. They bargain. I appear everywhere and nowhere at once. I know my style is bumping even though some people front. It's the God of rap. You heard of it. The one that rhymes for the sky giving airplanes mad turbulent. And rap tournaments, I reign permanent. Don't you think right now the number one spot I'm not concerned with it? Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.